Facebook Live. My name is Daryl Girardier. I am creative director here at Brentwood Baptist Church. And with me, as always, is senior pastor Mike Glenn of Brentwood Baptist Church. And today's guest is Mr. David Hanna, Cap- campus and teaching pastor of the church at Lachlan Springs. David, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here, Daryl. <laughs> Um, what we do this this <coughs> Facebook Live or podcast, if you listen to audio, is we talk a little about what happened last Sunday, what's happening next Sunday, and we're also going to maybe cover a little bit of some things going on at Lachlan Springs like Easter. So, guys, let's jump in. Yesterday's sermon, Exodus 5, mm-hmm. we're talking about Moses' interaction with Pharaoh, and Moses mm. Moses comes to the table and says, we want to worship God, and Pharaoh says, yeah, I've let, got a better let, idea. Let my people do. go. That's right. Okay. So, Immediately, obviously, it's not the reaction Moses was looking for, okay? And then he hears that phrase, basically, that a lot of us have heard before, which is you're going to make more bricks with less hay. Right. So More bricks, less straw. Yeah, so when you guys unpacked, both you and both your sermons, you unpacked that, you, you kind of unpacked the idea, and I want you to kind of walk the audience through this a little bit, is, is that one of the things in this story, which is, is, is a story that parallels Christian life, is that just because you think you're in God's will does not mean things are going to be easy no why is that a misconception with believers mm. um I, I think one there is a there is a prosperity gospel okay. that is preached that yeah. says if you right. if you trust god if you're following god then all the universe aligns to fulfill your desires yeah. and 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 things just flow your way uh, that is obviously not scriptural because that's not what happened in jesus's life yeah. and jesus's ministry and and Paul warns Timothy, and he warns all the believers, is that we have an enemy, that, and 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 other letters say that we have we have an enemy that that stalks us like a lion, mm-hmm. waiting for the for the moment to ambush us. And there's no better moment to jump on a believer than when we're starting something new and fresh. When we when we say, okay, I I, I believe you're calling me to this, and I'm going to step in faith to do and, and and try to do this. And then that's the moment it hits you. Hmm. Before you can even get any traction, before anything can get validated in your life, right? Uh, your immediate your life falls apart. You know, if 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 God loved you, then uh, your 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 transmission wouldn't have gone out. If if wow. if God loved you, then your kids would, wouldn't be making C's in math. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, you wouldn't have a cavity that you got to get filled. Yeah. And you know, you know, you, so you know, you're going to tithe. And so you start giving ten percent, and you, you're really faithful in that, and you can count on it. You're yeah. going to have all kind of money challenges mm-hmm. to see if if you'll be faithful to that, and see if if you can be knocked off your promise to God. Now, David, you you pointed this out that one of the phrases for you that I would say scary is is when somebody says, "I just want to find my way back to God's will." Right. When somebody says that, what are the red flags that come up in your mind? You hear that that phrase. Well, a lot of times uh, people position God's will almost as a, in their minds, as a get-rich-quick type of scheme. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the quick fix to everything that's wrong with my life. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm if my life is falling apart, everything's crumbling around me. Yeah. It's because I've been doing things on my own. Right. So if I can just find my way back into God's yeah. will, yeah, then go life is going to be kind of thing, yeah. life is going to be easy yeah. again and full of cotton candy and rainbows, <laughs> and everything's going to be great. And you know, as Mike pointed out, uh, Scripture tells us just the opposite of that. Yeah. It's not that things might go bad. You can almost guarantee, on some level, they will mm-hmm. go bad. <clears throat> and the scary thing is. So many people think, well, if things have gone bad, then right. obviously I'm not in God's will, and it's this vicious cycle. 
Yeah, yeah and you actually out. you point out that the 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 people that we see in the Bible actually follow God's will, mm. and then you could unpack this for for the audience a little bit. If they haven't listened to your sermon. Is that uh, for the majority of them, it, the, it it did not end well. The, you know that the disciples, apostles, and so right, forth. sure, yeah. So I think the point you're making there, correct me if I'm wrong, was that like if you look at John, when you look at Peter, when you look at the people who mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily always go well at the, at the, at the end. Right. Yeah, no, you're, you're exactly yeah. right. I mean, you look at the stories, right. Old Testament, New Testament, people that, that spent their entire lives doing exactly what God had asked them to do, spent their entire lives dedicated to spreading the gospel. Um, oftentimes it did not end well. Those stories ended up upside down on a cross right. um, or boiled in a pot. Yeah. Um, and yet somehow in 2018, we have gotten the idea, maybe it is because of the prosperity gospel, maybe it's because we're so afraid to admit the, the problems in our own life that yeah. it doesn't allow us to have transparency. Right. Uh, we've gotten the idea that if, if our life is going wrong, it's because somehow we're outside of God's will, right. uh, which is truly a terrifying, very dangerous thought. Okay, so if I'm a believer and I'm listening to this, how is it? How do I counteract the thing of a lot of times when you find yourself or you think you're out of God's will, it's these physical things are happening, money, marriage, whatever that mm-hmm. are very concrete and not eternal. They're not spiritual. They're not spiritual. But yet, what I hear you guys saying is, is you need to be thinking on the spiritual, thinking about the eternal, and have that. But it's almost, it's. I would imagine for a believer, that's drastically hard to do because of the fact you're asking me to not think about the concrete and physical, but think about the eternal. So how do they how do they approach that mindset? What are the mm-hmm. what are the ways a believer can protect them? How do they get ready for that? How do they for that mindset to get through those times when it's not going well? I mean, Mike, you you pointed out a couple different things. You had you said I think you had a you you had three things. <laughs> yeah, we expect you to be prayed up. Prayed uh, uh uh, yeah, we, we one expect it. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. so so when it does happen, it doesn't catch you by surprise. Right. You can say, oh, this is exactly what Jesus said would happen. Yeah. You know, blessed are you when people persecute you and revile you and say all manner of evil falsely against you. Yeah. Uh, for my name's sake. Uh, Peter and John, after they had been beaten, celebrated that they were found worthy to celebrate, uh, to suffer for the name. So know that that when this happens in your life, you're, you're no different. Mm. You're just like everybody else who's followed Christ. Yeah. And be grateful that the world has recognized you as one of his. Mm. The second thing is be prepared for it. Be prayed up. Uh, and, and, and that is you're going to use the good times in your life to uh, make sure that you have dealt with all the areas of your life that need to be dealt with, that uh, you're, you're deep in the study of Scripture so you know more and more about the, the, the mind of God and the heart of God so you can recognize those little subtle nuances uh, in, uh, uh, in, in, in when these things happen in your life. And the other thing is toughen up. Yeah. Uh, you know, we throw around the word persecution a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to be real careful with that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, having your mother-in-law move in with you is not persecution. <laughs> Okay, we got brothers and sisters right. around the world who right. are having their heads chopped off right. because they're faithful to Christ. Right. They're they're losing their families, they're losing their property. Uh, there's a pastor in, in Pakistan yeah. that has been uh, has been in prison now for several years, and the charge is treason. Yeah, uh, because he was preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, and and the Muslims have 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 arrested him for treason. 
Mm. So let's be real careful. Mm. Uh, yeah. A lot of what we think is persecution is just inconvenience mm. uh, and, and that kind of stuff. And a lot of the stuff, you know, you mentioned this is, um, uh, you know, it, it's it's money, it's 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 non-spiritual stuff, it's immediate stuff, but it's not eternal. And and sometimes God will use these moments to challenge the idols that you have put up in your life. You know, a lot of us think if I have enough money in the bank, then I'll be I'll be taken care yeah. of no matter what. Right. Or if I reach this this level of success in my life, then finally I'll be I'll be taken care of no matter yeah. what. And all of those things are illusions. Hmm. Uh, and and honestly, there are very few things that we need. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's a lot that we want mm. right. that that clutters up our life, but there's very few things that we need. Yeah. So you're right, and I think I wonder. To a certain degree, uh, let me let me take that a little further. One of the things you talked about in regards to that is that sometimes people claim burnout, and the idea for the remedy for burnout right. in regards to all of this is you, you said that remedy for burnout wasn't like go to a retreat center and just you're you said actually is worship is worship. worship. What is what do you mean by that? Unpack that for the audience. Most of the time when we burn out, we have been so consumed in a project that we're thinking that we're going to do something for God. Okay. We're going to go do this, and then we'll take this trophy and we'll show it to God, and God will be proud of us. Okay. Okay. Yeah. God never wants you to do anything for him. It's always with him. Okay. Okay? Right. Now, when you go back to worship, the couple of things that you're reminded of is, one, he's God, you're not. And that's good news. That's good news. It doesn't depend on me. The sun came up this morning, didn't check with me. We'll go down, won't ask my permission. And the other thing you're reminded of is that God is working his purposes in and around despite any and all of our circumstances, and we're invited to come with him. Hmm. And, And it's in that thing of I'm loved and I didn't do anything to deserve it. Uh, I'm valued because I'm created for a relationship with him. And again, all of those are gifts. So all the things I'm striving for over here, the Father offers in worship. Hmm. And uh, and, and those kind of validations that you're loved, you're known, uh, you're invited to be part of God's kingdom purpose, uh, all of those things are energy-producing. Because Hmm. then it's like like sailing. You, 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 You catch the wind. You're not rowing. Hmm. You catch the wind of, of what the, the Spirit's doing in and around your life, hmm. and and there's an alignment that happens hmm. when 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 you're in come out of worship and, and now ready to serve. Hmm. All right, guys. So now we're moving on from five. Next week we move to chapter six. And chapter six, what do we got? We, we've got a situation here now where God is saying He's making the promise, and what is it incumbent on the Israelites to do but to trust and hope? So how we what, what's that? I don't want to teach too much of next Sunday, but what, what are we, where are we thinking we're going to go with this a little bit? Do you know? I, I don't, well, it's Monday. It is Monday. Um, By the way, audience, it is Monday. Sorry. Um, for, for me, this is a, this is kind of a mirror image of chapters three and four. I'll make sure I get my chapters right. We're in, we're in chapter three. We get to examine uh, kind of the God of the call. And in right. chapter four, we get to examine Moses's reaction mm. to that call. And here in chapters 5 and 6, we, we get to examine this idea of when you are in the middle of God's will, 
oftentimes things aren't going to go the way you plan. They may mm-hmm. go from bad to worst. And now in chapter six, we get to examine well, what does it look like when we react to that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I love about this series is the the humanity mm. that it brings to Moses. Yeah. Um, how much we can identify with him, mm-hmm. how, how his doubts and his questions are my doubts and my questions. And so often his reactions to God's call and his reactions to doubt and despair so, so closely mm-hmm. mirror my yeah. reactions mm-hmm. to God's call and my reactions to doubt and despair. So here in chapter 6, we get to really examine what that looks like when you're in the middle of it. Yeah. And, and you have to really answer that question of, is this even real? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, the, the sentence at the end of the passage we're reading says they couldn't even hear mm. because of their disappointment and their hard work. And, and, and like David said, uh, the thing about this passage is there are parts that, that are just, when you read them, you go, dang, that's me. Yeah. You know, he, here, here they are. Moses has been sent. He's got the signs. They ought to know. God says, I remember the promise I made to Abraham. This is, the identity is the calling that God gave to Abraham, and you're his descendants, and you have, been, you have inherited this call. And Moses is reminding them of that call, and they can't even hear it. Hmm. Uh, and so, you know, it's going to be an interesting question to pose to our congregations. What are you hearing? What are you listening to right. that defines your reality in this moment? All right, that sounds good. Let's talk real quick. Easter, before Easter at Lachlan Springs, what's going on St. Patrick's Day at Lachlan Springs? St. Patrick's Day, the great American holiday. Yes. Um, We are having a community concert. There's a great Celtic folk band from Chicago uh, called The Crossing. Mm -hmm. They're coming down. They're going to be playing a concert at 7 p.m. $10 cover at the door. All proceeds go to the National Rescue Mission. We're doing it in partnership which, with Lachlan Table, which is a fantastic restaurant, East Nashville. A little plug for them if anybody's over in that area. Uh, Lachlan Table will be doing some specials as well. All their proceeds will also be going to National Rescue Mission that night. So just an incredible opportunity for us to come together as a community and just hang out and celebrate. So you can eat at Lachlan Table right, and come over to the concert. And do it all in one parking lot. Park right there, there at go. our church. Lachlan Table's right there. there. Concert's right there. be a fantastic night. And Easter? Easter, uh, we've got a 9 a.m., 9.15, I believe, community Easter egg hunt right there in our courtyard outside the church. We're inviting the whole community to come together uh, and do an Easter egg hunt together before our regular service time at 1030. We're going to have our regular services. That's awesome. All right. I think I may go to his church. You, yeah. Dude, you mean, should, I, hey, I, you're I, always welcome. <laughs> we could, I'll be looking we could, forward we to the invitation. We could show the 7 o'clock we video. We totally could do that. We totally got it on do. video. Coach, we're could... not doing that. Okay, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but I, just, I may go. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We will talk I didn't to know that was like an Easter egg hunt, man. <laughs> <laughs>